Hello, and welcome back for another volume of truly disturbing tales taken from Reddit. If this is your first time joining us, thanks for tuning in. If you enjoy creepy tales and true crime, then you've come to the right place. We upload multiple times a week, and I enjoy interacting with subscribers, so please leave thoughts and comments down below. We also operate an Instagram page, so feel free to follow us there for scary facts, previews of upcoming releases, and otherwise unsettling posts. But without any further delay, let's get to today's stories. This happened to me about two days ago. I live in a small city in Romania, about 30,000 inhabitants. Romania isn't exactly known for their tolerance of gay people. It's not as bad as other places in the world, but the situation is definitely not rosy here. I get on Grindr and meet a guy, 18 years old apparently. The guy didn't have a picture of his face as his PFP because it's too dangerous. He had a picture of a rose drawing. Most guys on Grindr here don't have pictures of themselves, so it wasn't weird. We talked for a bit, and I really liked the guy, so we decided to exchange face pictures. I send him a selfie, and he sends me a picture of himself, and it happens to be a guy from our city that I've seen around once or twice. He was cute, and I really, really liked him now. So I told him, hey, I've seen you around. I didn't know you were gay too. We talk, and finally arrange to meet up. I had some errands to run at the tailor shop. My cousin's bachelorette party is coming up next week, and I had to adjust my favorite shirt so I asked him to meet in front of the tailor shop later that day. The building in which the tailor shop is located has four stories. The ground floor is a clothes shop, which my aunt works at. The first floor is a storage room. The third floor is a barber salon, and the fourth floor was a tailor shop. So I go to the tailor shop and then go to the clothes shop on the ground floor to visit my aunt and see how she's doing. As I was looking out the window of the clothes shop, I noticed that there were five men all of them in their late 20s behind the building. None of them was the guy that I got a picture of, and none of them even looked remotely close to what the guy looked like. I text the guy I was supposed to meet and ask him if he made it to the tailor shop. As soon as I send the message, one of the five guys' phones lit up, and he started texting. As soon as he stopped texting, I got a notification from Grinder. I'm behind the tailor shop. I went there to smoke so no one would see me. Come smoke with me. I was terrified as I realized I wasn't going to meet the guy in the picture. He tries to get me to go behind the tailor shop, and I try to get him to the side of it. There were no windows to the side of the building, so after a few tries, he agreed to meet at the side of the tailor shop. All five guys went to the side. I peeked my head from the door, looked left, looked right, and when I saw that the coast was clear, I ran for it. I'm not sure what those five guys had planned, but I felt in my gut that it was nothing nice, so I'm glad that I listened to that feeling. The silver lining side note to all of this is that I bumped into the cute guy whose picture I had received a few days later and started talking to him. I opened my phone up and pretended to use it as I went on to Grinder. I saw him look at my screen and ask, you're, you know, I say yes. He looks back at me and says, me too. I told him about the incident, and he got kind of scared, as the guys used his picture, but it didn't stop him from accepting a dinner invite from me. We go out next week. 
For about six months last year, I lived in the north of Spain. About a week before I was going to move back to Ireland, my friend and I were at my house having dinner and drinking a little. I was renting an apartment in the city, and my roommate was an older lady, maybe in her 50s. I'm 20 just for the story's sake. That night, my roommate left to go have dinner with her friends. About a minute after she left, someone buzzed our door to be let into the building. I looked at the camera, but it was a woman that I didn't recognize. She looked to be in her late 20s, maybe early 30s, so I just assumed it was one of my roommate's friends, and she was coming to meet her, or something like that. I buzzed her into the building, assuming they would meet in the lobby. At first, I didn't buzz her in, because I didn't recognize her, and she began to walk away from the door just about the instant that I hit the buzzer myself. I then looked away from the camera, so I couldn't see if she actually entered or not. I just assumed that if she didn't enter, she would call or text my roommate and they'd meet up as scheduled. Boy, I was wrong. This woman came up to the sixth floor of my building and she parked herself in front of my apartment. She came up just two minutes after my roommate left, so I know she didn't take the stairs. And I know they must have seen each other when my roommate got off the lift and the lady happened to get in. Realizing that this is weird, I don't open the door when she rings it. I look through the peephole just to confirm that it was nobody that I knew, and I verify that this woman is no acquaintance of mine. She's a full-blown stranger. At this point, I back away from the door and I gesture for my friend to be silent. We creep back to my room, which is at the far side of the apartment, and I begin calling my roommate who isn't picking up. Meanwhile, the lady is incessantly ringing my doorbell. My roommate isn't picking up, and my friend is just telling me to open the door. In her mind, it's a woman, so she must be harmless. I call her an idiot for underestimating the female sex. Women can be criminals too, after all. She keeps telling me to open the door, but I refuse, using my better judgment. The door keeps ringing though, and I look out the peephole once more. At this point, I understand that if she knew my roommate or was looking for someone specific, she would just call or text them. She never took out a phone. She just stayed eerily silent, didn't call out any names or ask if anyone was home. This whole situation was freaking me out. I finally get through to my roommate. She says that she wasn't expecting anyone and that she doesn't know anyone in that age range. She asks if I'm okay and I reply that I'm fine. Now it's been at least 20 minutes. I know the lady knows someone is home because the lights are on and my best bet is that that's why she's not leaving. I continue watching her through the peephole and I see her go into the lift for a moment and then come back out again. The lift is really loud and I would have heard it move, but it didn't. She just went in and came back out again. In my mind, this means someone's in the lift waiting for her, and this screams sketchy to me. After about 40 minutes, she finally leaves. I run to the hall and flick on the outside camera. The lady left the building with two large men in tow. They all had backpacks on, and the men look to be wearing masks. I will forever be grateful for trusting my instincts and not listening to my loudmouth friend. Sometimes, it's just better to be safe than sorry. I'm glad to say that I never saw the creepy lady 
or her henchmen ever again. And I'm truly glad that we didn't ever have to meet. This entire situation happened to me back in December of 2019. Although I still think about it on a daily basis because it was unlike any experience I had ever had before. I hope it offers some sort of enlightenment on what to do slash not to do if you find yourself in a similar situation. So back then, I had ventured out to do a bit of late night shopping. I'm a 31 year old stay at home mom of two young children. So once my husband gets home from work, I like to take some time to myself and go shopping, take a drive or run errands, kid free. It was around 8.30 p.m. when I arrived at the Target that I frequent. I'm by no means a paranoid or anxious individual, but I have attended several seminars on human trafficking and have done plenty of research on my own, learning to identify red flags and what precautions to take when out in public alone, especially at night. I carry several self-defense items on my person at all times, just in case of situations like those. I parked directly in front of the store, next to a cart caddy, and took a mental note of the vehicles parked nearby. Again, just as precaution. I was taught at an early age to always be observant of your surroundings, and being a control freak just naturally makes you that way. Nothing seemed out of the ordinary that night, and the parking lot was actually quite empty, most likely because it was a weekday. As I entered the store, I began browsing like usual, following the natural flow of the store departments, following the main aisle around. I had been browsing for only 10 to 15 minutes when I noticed a young gentleman in his mid-twenties. He was tall, skinny, dressed in a dirty gray two-piece sweatsuit and brown work boots. He looked over at me. I smiled and said hello, but his facial expression was blank. He looked like he may have been high on something by the look in his eyes, but he didn't seem to care for my gesture, and he quickly moved on. At first glance, there was nothing in particular that alarmed me about him, except I took notice at the fact that he was just wandering down the main aisle, with no cart or basket, hands in his pockets, and didn't seem to be with anyone. I continued shopping with no second thought, and made my way to the next apartment. Several minutes had passed, and that's when I noticed a second young gentleman, wearing the same gray sweatsuit, and a similar pair of work boots. Again, no cart or basket. He too glanced at me, then quickly darted his eyes away when he realized I was looking directly at him. I became a bit more alert, but still remained composed and continued on browsing. Another 15 minutes or so passed, and that's when a third older man caught my attention. And you guessed it. Same gray sweatsuit, work boots, no cart, no basket, just his hands in his pockets. I assumed they were in some sort of work uniform maybe construction workers, but why weren't they walking together, and why didn't they have any items to purchase? At this point, it was difficult to focus on browsing. I had a bad feeling about these three men, and it became clear that something was a bit off. Over the next 20 minutes or so, I felt as if I was being monitored by the three of them, as if they were all communicating my whereabouts as I continued to make my way through the store, because each department I entered it didn't take long for me to notice one of the three men pass by whatever side of the aisle I happened to be in, making their presence known to me. I stayed completely vigilant while trying not to panic or allow my suspicions to overwhelm me. 
Something about their presence felt very heavy and dark, so I decided to test their intentions to prove I wasn't overthinking the situation and to validate my bad gut feeling. I began picking random aisles and traveling back and forth between departments in a very unorganized and random fashion to see if the men would continue to pass by me as frequently as they had been. With every aisle I popped into, it would only take a few moments for one of them to make an appearance, staring me down as they passed by. It felt as if I was being surrounded like a wild animal, hunted even. They were no longer trying to be inconspicuous, which was the scariest part of it all, and everything instinctual was screaming at me to get out of there. I gripped my cart so tightly and figured that if they got too close, I could use the cart to push them away or at least create distance between us. By this point, I had been shopping for about an hour altogether, maybe a bit over, and was ready to purchase my items. But honestly, I felt too uncomfortable to continue browsing even if I wanted to. The men had been following me all this time, and I was becoming more concerned and annoyed if I'm being honest. The store was pretty empty around this time, one of the main reasons that I like shopping at night, but that made this particular situation even more unsettling. Two preteen girls were wandering around by themselves, which quickly caught my attention because the men had passed them by making similar advances, but the girls were seemingly oblivious to it. So I quietly got their attention and asked them to go find their parents and to stay with them, trying not to freak them out. The mother in me was in full protection mode. I couldn't imagine having my young children with me on this night. Thank God they were home safe and sound. As I made my way to the checkout, I noticed one of the men coming up from behind me, walking at a quicker pace this time. So I immediately stopped and turned to lock eyes with him as he approached. I will never, ever forget the darkness in his eyes. An eerie smirk formed over his face as he nudged past my shoulder, continuing to stare me down walking backwards to hold his sinister gaze as he exited the store. I had lost sight of the other two men and I hated the uncertainty of it all. He made his message clear in that very moment. My stomach dropped and my entire body began to shake. It was a feeling I hadn't felt since I was a kid getting lost in the supermarket, a feeling of desperation. I quickly walked to the checkout, discreetly asked the cashier if I could speak to a manager, and told them what had happened over the last hour, politely asking for a male employee to walk me out to my car and for them to alert their security team members. When I told the manager what happened, her face sunk as if she had already known about these men, and once I described them, she confirmed that she knew who I was talking about. She expressed that several of the female employees had found the men unsettling in the past, and reassured me that someone would escort me to my car. She made a report about the incident and said she would alert the authorities. I was still shaking but I felt relieved that she believed me and showed concern for the other young female patrons in the store. She took my information, and then a young male employee walks me out to my car. What I saw as I exited the store made me sick to my stomach as it solidified all of my suspicions. A white, windowless van was parked in the lot directly behind my car, about a three-parking space distance between us. One of the men seated in the driver's seat and the other two leaning against the side of the van facing my car, attempting to hide out of view. I mean, how cliche and obvious can you be? 
your license plate might as well read Lady Snatchers. Whatever their intent, it didn't seem pure. I pointed them out to the male employee and said, there they are, which then prompted the men to scurry into the van and speed out of the parking lot without hesitation. I truly don't know what would have happened if I walked out to my car alone, and I'm so freaking grateful I made it home safe and lived to tell my story. Over the following week, I had heard there were several abduction attempts in the shopping center parallel to that target, and I'm almost certain it was the same individuals. I have no concrete confirmation of this, but in my heart of hearts, I feel that it would have been very likely for me to be one of those abduction attempts if I didn't listen to my gut.